Welcome back to Pulse on the Market, the show designed to help you as an investor make better, more educated financial decisions. I'm your host, Jaden Brains, founder of Brains Capital, and what a whale of a day in the market today. So let's get right into it. So first of all, the indexes are all up. We got the Dow up 0.9, the Nasdaq up 2.2%, the S&P up 1.5%, and the small caps up 0.6%, and the 10 years flat. So today has been wild. Why is the market going up? Like I said before, the NVIDIA report is going to make or break the market. It's either going to tank and possibly lead into a recession, or NVIDIA was going to save the market and bring it out and end this two, three-day losing streak of the market. And so NVIDIA just crushes the earnings report. So let's pull it up here. Their revenue was $22.103 billion, and the estimate estimate was twenty point four billion. So that was an eight percent surprise for the revenue, which is a good sign. And once again, they beat the EPS, the earnings per share estimate, which was four point five nine three, and they achieved five point one six. So they beat it by twelve percent, exceeded expectations once again, and the guidance is looking very good. So in all sectors, their their gaming sector was up at an all time high. So was their 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 cloud services, their their data storage services through like the H H one hundred chips and whatnot. And so it was just a phenomenal day for NVIDIA and it continues to rise. It's still going up. This is quite impressive. So right now it's at seven hundred and seventy three dollars a share. It's up almost a hundred and it's up almost fifteen percent, which is bonkers. And their market cap right now is one point nine one trillion. That's impressive. So they they blew uh, Google and Amazon out of the water now, and now they've left them in the dust at 1.91 trillion. And who knows? Within the next week or two, I could totally see them going over two trillion. That is very, very possible. So, like I said before, I was pretty bullish on it on Nvidia. And last night, I didn't want to bet specifically specifically on Nvidia because I knew that the market could sway pretty easily in either direction. So, but I did buy calls on the S&P 500 last night and that investment tripled, which was kind of quite impressive. And I don't know what I, what I was thinking. I don't know why I bought them on the S&P instead of the NASDAQ, which is more technology heavy, but here we are and it still made good money. I can't complain. No complaints here. So we have stocks like Meta that are up. Actually, let's go into the, the biggest winners, biggest losers of the day. So believe it or not, there's people missing out on the party. We got companies like Etsy. Agilent Technologies that are that are down three percent, seven five seven point five percent for Etsy, AT and T and Verizon don't want to join the party. They're down two point six five percent and two point zero four percent. Those are two examples of companies that are value traps. They pay high dividends, what around four or six percent dividends, which seems very attractive to investors. But why do, that doesn't matter if the stock is depreciating year after year if it's not growing. What's the point of being paid a dividend of 6% when you're losing 10%? So I personally think they are value traps. I wouldn't touch AT&T and Verizon unless you only wanted that that dividend income stream. But the overall stock is going to go down, so I'm not the biggest fan of it. That's a personal opinion. Walgreens, once they got booted out of the Dow, they're now they're, they're not joining another party either. They're down 1.6%. So, I mean, it's about time we saw Amazon replace specifically Walgreens. They haven't been doing so well recently. 
but good for Amazon. So on Monday, they will officially be added. And yeah, so NVIDIA continues to rise at 102, but let's get into some other news. Perfect. So, so Rivian is laying off people. I, uh, today I'm going to talk to my, my finance professor because it's kind of getting out of hand. He's going to see the Rivian layoffs and start just yelling at us saying that we're going into a recession and we're not going to get jobs. Uh, so Rivian is cutting 10% of its salary workforce amid a 1.5 billion quarter, fourth quarter loss. Oof. I mean, that's amidst this tough EV market competition. It's not looking so good, especially with the competition in China. The EV market has been tanking. It has been doing terrible. Yes. Okay. So they are laying people off, but only bad companies are laying people off like Cisco, Rivian, only these bad companies. But believe it or not, our jobless claims is doing phenomenal. Let's get to that. So jobless claims uh, totaled 201,000 for the week ending February 17th. That is down 12,000 jobless claims week over week. The four-week moving average was 215,250 jobs, initial jobless claims, which is down 3,500 week over week. So, to, I mean, that that's a, that's a very positive number of how the economy is doing is if less people are jobless. So, Pretty soon here, we're going to break 200,000, go on to that. And it's just a, a sign that the economy isn't doing as bad as we think. We just got to get inflation under control. If the Fed hike rates once again, this would be bad for the market. We could see a potential sell-off once again. And we saw it last time. We, we saw it last time, even though they didn't cut them, they just didn't say that they were going to cut them. And we saw a pullback in the market. So if they actually hike up the the rates to control inflation even more, then that would not be very good. That would not be a good sign of the economy, and we could see a sellout in the market. All right, let's see here. Google did an agreement with Reddit. So Reddit entered a $60 million per year agreement with Google to license its content for training Google's AI models. This is a huge step for Reddit because they're seeking new revenue streams ahead of its anticipated stock market debut. They're going public and they're seeking ways to be profitable because especially with social media companies like Reddit, Snapchat, it's difficult to become profitable. Snapchat loses billions of dollars because they are not profitable. They can't figure out ways to generate enough income. Sure, later later down the road, I can see them totally being uh, cash positive. But that, that's the main goal. They're still pretty recent co- companies, so they still have time to figure it out. And the reason why their valuation is so high is because of their potential to make money. So they still have a lot of potential to be profitable, which is why their valuation is so high. Boeing is, cha- is having a change in leadership. It's about time. So they ousted their head of its 737 MAX program. His name's Ed Clark. And this is amid the quality control issues for the aircraft line. So Katie Ringgold is going to replace Ed Clark and will now lead the 737 program. Man, Bowen has been taking a hit this year with just problem after problem, news report after news report, with that panel that flew off the Alaska Airlines uh, flight and just terrified and scarred these passengers, which would be terrifying if I'm going to be honest. It was missing four bolts, and the panel lands in the backyard of a teacher's house. Imagine, yeah, that would be a crazy way to go out, being hit by a huge panel coming in from thousands of feet in the air so yeah no thank you so that's a huge security risk and also like for the people in the plane and also outside of the plane google pauses their gemini bot they have their ai tool it's named just gemini and this this tool could create images of people which is super cool 
and but they had to put it on pause due to inaccuracies in historical depictions so it wasn't quite right yet so they're putting it on hold but to be able to create historically accurate images based off of text is so impressive i'm not exactly sure how that works but here we are uh, on Monday, my brother got a Apple Vision Pro headset, and I tried it on. What an experience! I absolutely loved it. It was so fun to uh, just because there's noise cancellation for headphones, but that was sight cancellation. You can just dial in, and you can you can lock in with your work because you can be on Mount Hood or on the moon doing your work. So it's just a more fun way of of just zoning in and doing your work because you can do both at the same time. And also there's just exhibits like the, the dinosaur exhibit, which was awesome. It's just like a interactive huge screen that has 3D dinosaurs on it and you think you're going to get eaten. Uh, that was a good time. And there's just also, it's just, it's just super cool to be able to watch a sports game, do homework on the side and play music behind you. Yeah, it's, it's an experience for sure. I might end up waiting for the next one to come out next year. So rumor has it, there's speculation that they came out with this version that's $3,500 and they're coming out with a version that's better and only sell it for a thousand dollars which is still more expensive than the meta quest or, or the, yeah than the meta headset but because it's $2,500 cheaper than the first one they came out with people are going to think that's super cheap and it's apple and it's going to sell out very quickly and it's going to be even better which is going to be awesome and so i'm excited i might wait just to buy that one We'll see, and I'll just go over to my brother's house to use his whenever I want. So, good stuff for Apple. I am a big fan of that Tim Cook product. Sadly, it, it'll probably be his last product that he'll come out for Apple, but thank you for your service. Uh, you did great. All right, let's see what else is going on here. So, other people are trying to enter into the weight loss drug market. So, an Indian pharma company, or plural companies, are developing versions of Nova Nordisk's hit drug, Wagovi. So um, they're targeting global markets and this is projected to reach hundred billion by the decade's end. So by the end of the decade, hundred billion. And that's because there's a huge market for weight loss drugs. Obesity is becoming a problem nation uh, just yeah. Across the world. And so there's just a huge market for weight loss drugs, that instant quick weight loss instead of having to work out, eat right, all the above, etc. You you can just inject your shots once a month, or do the treatment once a month. Sorry, and boom, you're you're losing weight quicker than you can ever could have ever imagined. Apple is creating a sports app, believe it or not. So it's called Apple Sports. It's free and it offers sports scores, stats, betting odds, and it'll feature uh, leagues like the NBA, NHL, ML, MLS, and the NCAA. So, and it'll eventually expand to the NFL and MLB. So big new, yeah, big move for Apple, including more value in its products. So, I mean, I like it. That seems pretty cool. It's similar to investing for me, just looking at the numbers of the teams. It's a lot quicker for me instead of having to watch all the games. So personally a fan of that. All right, let's see here. So the Japanese stocks hit a high. That's what's up. Japanese stocks hit a record high, surpassing a previous peak set in 1989. The market has been buoyed by a weak yen, improved shareholder rights, rising inflation, robust corporate profits, and foreign investor enthusiasm. So that's good because they were they were struggling for a while there. But Japanese, nah, I'm proud of the Japanese stocks for hitting a new high. It's always good to learn about the economy of other countries because it can typically affect 
just just the world in general. If companies like China, Japan, UK are doing terrible, even if the uh, the U.S. economy is doing well, it could have adverse effects later on the road. All right, so mortgages, they, oh yeah, the mortgage demand is dropping very dramatically. And interest rates rose to 7.06%, which is absurd. And the applications to refinance a home loan dropped 11% week over week. And the applications for new purchases for homes fell 10% for the week. That's because these new interest rates are not attractive for the mortgages. No one wants to pay 7% year after year on their mortgage. That is just way too much. And so we're seeing the demand drop and... I have to get a house pretty soon here, and I hope that these rates drop a little bit. That would make my life a lot easier, even though I could drop the rates later on with the refinance, but I really don't want to have to do that if I can just get a lower rate, right? Okay, sweet. So, if we look here. All right, so NVIDIA, I already told you, but their year-over-year revenue was 265%. So they beat it by $1.5 billion and their EPS was up 486%. That is why NVIDIA is growing at the rate that it is. Because we just see insane growth out of them. 200% or 21% on the revenue and 30... Or sorry, 265% year-over-year on their revenue and 486% year-over-year on their EPS. That is what investors like to see. And they're projected to continue to increase that even more. So, yeah, they can't exponentially grow like they were a year ago, two years ago. But, I mean, this is the future and they are growing. So I can see them potentially surpassing 1,000 by the end of the year or even 1,200. They have the potential to do that. If they continue to dominate the markets and control them and don't let just competitors take market share from them, they can absorb the competition. Then I can see them becoming an even bigger powerhouse in the semiconductor, in the chip industry. All right, let's see if there's any other earnings reports worth your time. So, you know, not really. There's companies like Dr. Pepper, 1.68% year-over-year on the revenue and 10% year-over-year on the EPS, which is, it's decent, it's all right. Not a big fan of the revenue growth, only up 1.68%, but the EPS means they're, if it's up 10%, that means they're becoming more efficient, which is good for the business model. So, but still not a company I would like to invest in long term. So Moderna was up quite a bit, and their revenue of 2.81 billion beats by 321 million, which is pretty solid. But their year-over-year percentage is down 44.71 percent, and their EPS of 0.55 is down 84.76 percent year-over-year. Man, Moderna used to be a powerhouse with the numbers, but now we've seen them pull back dramatically. That's that's a terrible decrease in EPS and in revenue, and that, I mean it's tough for Moderna. But I think they're still they're still doing well with the market up as we speak. Let me take a quick look at it. So yeah, they're up eight percent, which is impressive. And yeah, they just have like their their last earnings report was terrible. They their EPS was negative 9.53 earnings or yeah EPS earnings per share the estimate was 1.93 minus 1.93 so they missed it by over almost 400 percent and so this company does scare me I would never invest long term in it especially with these growth estimates it's just not it's not looking good they're not growing which is very important for me especially as an investor 
All right, that I mean, the only other earnings report that I'm kind of excited for is Mercado Libre, and that's because they're a very solid company. They're projecting 37% year over year in revenue and 117% year over year in earnings per share. So that would be $7.08 per share. And uh, yeah, so that's that's really the only one. There's other one like Intuit and Bookings Holding, but I, I'm really more excited for Mercado Libre. I like that stock a lot. I think it's got a lot of potential, especially long, later down the road. And a quick update on crypto. So crypto, uh, still hovering around 51,000, 52,000. Still haven't seen a lot of action out of it. We haven't seen a, a pullback, but we also haven't seen another spike in the price of Bitcoin. So it's just, it's still kind of there. And Nvidia's up another $3 a share. So they're at 7.78. Shoot, might not be too late to just scalp it a little bit, buy it on its, on its run. And but it really affected every single stock. We got Meta up three point five percent, Netflix up almost two percent, Lily up three percent. So just this one earnings report just catapulted the market in the opposite direction that people were expecting it to go. I should not have listened to what people were saying. There's a lot of hate on Reddit, on news reports, analysts saying that it's probable that, that Nvidia does not surpass expectations. And I was bullish on it from the beginning. I actually bought shares, sold calls. I was hedging my positions, but I would have potentially made just four or five percent just off that one play on on Brains Capital as a whole. And but I listened to the public and I sold it. I hedged my position and ended up making maybe one percent instead of four or five percent. So still did decently well, but I should have trusted my gut and my research and sent it but it was just kind of risky because we don't know for sure what's going to happen yes I, I would say the odds were in my favor but still it could have gone either direction regardless but that is it for today just a reminder don't average your losses all right <laughs> don't do it it's it's a curse if you're you have a losing position and you keep buying shares just to try and drop your cost basis down it's just going to spiral you into more losses don't do it, please. Yeah, there's situations where you could potentially buy at the bottom and it goes back up. But the more times you think that, I it doesn't work out every time you think. So please don't average losses, cut losses, and let the and increase your wins. So let the the wins ride and cut your losses early. But thank you so much for tuning into today's show. Once again, I got my little ghetto disclaimer. This podcast is for informational purposes only and does not constitute financial investment or legal advice. The content provided is based on the host's personal opinions and experiences. Listeners are advised to conduct their own research and seek the advice of qualified professionals before making any investment decisions. The host and guests do not guarantee the accuracy or completeness of the information shared, and they're not responsible for any action taken based on the content of this podcast. Investing involves risk. It's all risky. The past performance is not indicative of future results. The hosts and guests are not responsible for, responsible for any losses or damages that may occur as a result of investments made after listening to this podcast. Once again, guys, love you. Thank you so much for tuning in. And if you have any questions or comments or concerns or you want a detailed analysis of a stock, just DM me at, at marketpulse.io. Okay, that's going to change pretty soon here, but that's what it is for now. So marketpulse.io, reach out to me, please. All right, I'll see you guys tomorrow.